Welcome to this edition of Hindsight is Horrifying, the show where three mostly normal and somewhat cynical adults discuss life as members of the TV generation. Now here are your hosts, Darth Jader, Jason Mitchell, and Adam B. Hello, hello, hello. Here we are again. Yeah, we're back. Yeah, believe it. They haven't kicked us out yet. I haven't paid rent in months. I what? can't escape because I sit in the middle. <laughs> yeah, so yes, here I am. Uh, welcome everybody to Hindsight is horrifying. Wait, that's the show we're doing tonight. Hindsight. Wait, we are doing that, right? Hind. I thought that show went off the air years ago. Oh man. <laughs> You're freaking, me. The word. You're freaking me out, man. You're, you're freaking me out. Hey, I know who I am. Do you, Do you know <laughs> who you are? <laughs> wow, you already won the episode. That's yes, the I fastest did. win in history. Boom, baby. Tell them what they've won. <laughs> You've won an hour and a half of our nonsensical drivel. Yes. It's especially dedicated to you, Simon. So, uh, yeah. uh, Thanks for joining us for yet another episode of Hindsight is Horrifying. Welcome back, Hindsiders. And we are on Jason's odd streak of selecting bizarrely horrible movies. We're going to Ecuador, folks. Yes, we are. Yeah, I've gotten, you know, um, I've gotten tired of just movies that other people want to see, you know. Yeah, screw those people. Yeah, screw those people. Um, They have such bad taste. Well, no, actually, I picked this one because... uh, it was Jeff Goldblum, and and, and yeah, I know you love. I know you love Jeff Goldblum. He's one of the few white men on the planet who Wait, can pull off Jerry curls. Oh, that's. <laughs> I thought you were going somewhere way different. No, it's the Jerry curls. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, uh, this is a movie. I actually picked it because I was sort of, you know, I'm always on the kick of picking movies that are are bad. Don't even and lie. That we, You're in love with Cindy Lauper, and you know it. Well, I'm gonna. I, I will confess to something, which is that I watched this movie expecting to go. Oh my god, it's terrible. This will be so funny to, to talk about. I Did actually you see who the executive producer was who Ron Howard. Dick. Oh yeah, Ron. Yeah, Ron and, Howard. James Horner did the music. Yeah. Uh, no, but what I was saying is, I I like this movie. I like vibes. I I, like I found it to be an enjoyable movie, primarily, and we'll get into this because of Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. And the thing keeping it from being a great movie, Cindy Lauper. I agree. So yeah. okay. Uh, so we're watching Vibes, as we've said, from 1988, and. Who would you have replaced Cindy Lauper with, gentlemen, to make this a better movie? Because I agree, she is definitely the weak link. Stevie Nicks, baby. Of course. I, I actually thought of Beverly D'Angelo. She would have oh. done well. Yeah. I could see that. Because I had the same thought well, it, that you're talking about. Shout out to Young Adam right now, because the beginning of this movie gives me such a strong... Uh, What's the movie he picked the with the zombies in New Zealand? Oh, um, it's got a similar setup in the beginning. About that. Actually, um, on the way in today, I couldn't remember well, the name. We've done live brain dead, brain dead, brain dead. Yes, brain dead. Um, so it kind this movie the beginning at least reminds me of brain dead because there's this mystical environment that these you know explorers are discovering and you know something horrible happens yeah this the beginning of the movie has a very sort of uh, indiana jones kind Jurassic of raiders Park of the law kind yeah. of build up yeah and it's way more speaking of jeff goldblum <laughs> yeah it's way more dramatic oh, yeah. than what i was expecting and it was the first clue that i had that oh wait maybe the, I, I was expecting a movie that t- took place entirely in manhattan one speaking Spanish. and and the big <laughs> thing was that they foiled a bank robbery that's what i was thinking you know <laughs> but it is actually this sort of 
bizarre Indiana Jones thing where yeah, Temple like of Doom sort of vibe, yeah. Yeah, and and the thing that well, well, what I find most interesting about the universe it exists in is that it's just a given that psychics are real. Yeah, they're like kind, Jedi, kind of like know? in uh, Total Recall, where people thought it was strange to consider Martians, and it's like y'all are on Mars. Why are aliens any? Why is that a strange concept? But yeah, people just sort of you know, take it in stride that there are psychics and Jeff Goldblum is just one of them. And they've got different tiers of abilities based on what their gift is. They have different uh, mutant powers. Yeah. They're the X-Men. But going back to what you said about Indiana Jones, Jason, the movie was described apparently as romancing the Ghostbusters in the Temple of Doom. Yeah, that makes sense. Well done. Yeah. That that is exactly what this movie is. No, it's precisely what it is. Kind of like... um, I don't know. It, it it does have a Ghostbuster-y kind of vibe. but So they have these explorers who discover... What is it that they discover in the beginning, gentlemen? Do they There's ever really some name Some power it? source that... Yeah, it's like a it's psychic... A ener- it's a psychic energy source that they got from the top of a casino in Las Vegas. Yeah, it looks a little like uh, just a prism that they might have used in an early rendition of the bat signal. <laughs> yeah, and I, I suppose, we, you know, one criticism of the movie... And it's not much of a criticism. They don't explain anything. No, it, they they actually leave it up to the mystical qualities and yeah. just let you assume things. They, they, But I think that's actually a strong move with a movie like this because if you try to get too particular with it and explain things too thoroughly, you're going to find even more plot holes and logistical holes and i think that was a no, you're right. a good move yeah, no you're part. right yeah be, if they had explained it it would have been terrible oh yeah it would have yeah. been horrible and the movie would have been even worse and, and the time it came out 1988 which by the way the best year that's ever happened in the history of the ever ever it was a good gonna, year i'm not gonna say why <laughs> wink wink they know but you lost your v-card <laughs> Ooh. that would have been disturbing considering <laughs> that would have been disturbing years old that would be disturbing if it was true for any of the three of us yeah. <laughs> true no except for maybe for me but never no that would be disturbing dude <laughs> yeah, I know. we yeah. have more faith in you than that mr brown anyway you're you're right i guess you are right but first and foremost this was 14 years after jeff goldblum made his his uh, debut as a rapist yes, in Death Wish. Yes. I think in 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 the role that defined his entire career. Mr. Brown's insane yeah. jealousy over my crush over Jeff Goldblum. Yes. It's just uh, he's grown since then. But also, the, <laughs> you got to remember that that period we were just coming out of pyramid power, psychokinesis, moving matter with the mind, and even in you know Ghostbusters, they they had people trying to guess. They even the, had the, the shapes, yeah the cards the in card the beginning. Uh-huh. And yeah, but he gets them right though. And astral traveling. Anyone try to astral travel? I have tried. Oh, I've tried. I tried so hard. Yeah, me too. Me too. (laughs) So hard. Only in my dreams. Let me guess. Uh, Complete failure. (laughs) Total. Yeah. You know, my parents had a book on the shelf about astral traveling. I read the whole thing. Mine too. That's so weird. I tried, tried to get out of my body. But Cindy Lauper does it like that. You know, he tried to quantum leap. Well, Well, you didn't have Leanne. You didn't have a spirit. You know, with you, right? That could do the heavy yeah. lifting. Yes, but but don't ask me why I wanted to astral travel. Ask him no I, questions. Well, no, Spalding no Gray. No, no, no. Spalding Gray actually covered this because he he knew somebody who astral uh, traveled, and he said, "Let me t- let me ask you this question: You find yourself floating outside of your body, and the first thing you do isn't have sex with yourself." <laughs> <laughs> And no, she pull a Doctor Manhattan, and she came. Well, she came back to him later, and she goes, "You know what, Spalding? 
I tried it and it was great. So, mm-hmm. you know, there you go. Yeah. Wow. Now, okay, I've got to pull your attention back to the movie for a second, gentlemen, yes. because this is a great scene. Oh, it's, it's actually it's, the trailer for the yeah, movie on yeah. Amazon Prime where they, like you said, Jason, it's almost like X-Men-esque where they're studying the different psychics and... Jeff Goldblum's particular ability is in, you know, physically touching things. And then psychometry. Sees, yes, psychometry. So he can touch something and see its history. And uh, so they have a table full of knives in front of him. And he gets a little scarred because he touches one that was used as a murder weapon. And he's like, why? Why, uh, uh, why would you make me touch this? This is going to haunt me forever. <laughs> it, oh, my God. And then he puts his forehead this, on, down this on the table. This knife was used. It was, yeah, she's stabbing him. Nine, she's, ten yeah, times. Yeah. Oh, my God. And she never stopped to think if she should. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, then he, exasperated, he lays his forehead on the table and he goes, someone's had sex on this table. And it's obviously the two doctors who are studying yes. him. Yeah. And they're like, okay, end of session. Move on. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, Okay, so let's talk about what makes the movie good first Mm. of all well okay yeah we'll start with the good Mm. um obviously this is a jeff goldblum vehicle oh Oh, yeah for sure yeah for sure um jeff goldblum makes it good but also we get people like peter falk tv's columbo columbo from out of nowhere and he's great (laughs) he's he's fantastic fantastic in it he does a great job and he's just such a sleazeball in this movie and you're not really used to seeing peter falk be that He's a, not a sleaze ball. He's a scoundrel. He remind me of. of um, he's no Han Solo. T- Tony no. Curtis in Tarzan and Manhattan. Yes, you know. Yes, it's just yeah. Like he is a, clearly a, a quintessential experienced professional. Yeah. He oh, is... and there's the el- older gentleman from Up. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> he's at hey, the table yeah. with the other psychics. Uh, so, what is Cindy Lauper's gift? Cindy Lauper, uh, when she was younger. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what was, she had a an she accident. Fell, she, she fell off a ladder and was yeah. in a coma for quite some time. And when she woke up, she yeah. suddenly had the ability to see. Uh, she had a she had a spirit companion. Yes, named Louise. Louise. <laughs> By the way, did you imagine Louise <laughs> the whole time? Oh, I would volunteer if I could get Louise Belcher. No, no, no. But spirit. when you were watching this movie, because the whole time I was watching it, anytime she talked to Louise, I just imagined her going, "Ugh." <laughs> You're such an idiot. Oh, my God. What's with this guy? <laughs> what, what are you, new here? Yeah. But, yeah, she's got a spiritual friend named Louise. And, uh, you know, Cindy Lauper meets Jeff Goldblum at this psychic study where they're basically being treated like lab rats. And yeah. it's ultimately a ruse. Well, it's a ruse, you big, big dumb, dumb idiot. idiot. Yes. Um, well, it's act- you know what, real quick. I need to look up that guy right there. He because reminds me is of he Nigel the guy from, from Top, Top Secret? Secret? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you. I'm, no, he was he was in arachnophobia. Oh, he, he was. He was yeah, oh, so we that's have right. seen him somewhere. Okay. Yes. Oh, absolutely. And he's, he's not a, the guy from Top Secret. No, I don't. He think does so. look like Nigel from God, Top Secret. God, I thought it was. No, I thought the same. T- yeah, we share a brain. It's just just right uh, sit by, folks. We're uh, yeah. settling something. We're working. We'll climb back out of this rabbit hole. But talking about things that make it. Good. Jeff Goldblum. Uh, well, no, we're moving past Jeff Goldblum. Past <laughs> I, I Peter Falk. I never moved past yeah. Jeff Goldblum. Um, after that night in Paris. <laughs> no, after the night, uh, he rejected me in my dream about it. <laughs> That's true. I'm never going to recover That's from right. That. You actually had a dream, or a Jeff, sex dream. With, about Jeff Goldblum, but he, he said rejected no. me. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. 
I'm still burning. That's, that's embarrassment. <laughs> that sounds like a dream I would have. And uh, so that's I was you just know. I woke up all dejected and I was like I'm just gonna have a bad day. It's all downhill. From I, here. Actually, no. If I had a sex dream like that, it would be you can have sex with me. All you have to do is solve this simple puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cube. the dream. Oh God! Now, what what is this actor's name again? I know I'll recognize it. The the I shall look English fellow. Oh, see, I don't have glasses. Oh, okay. Um, my glasses, jinkies. Well, what's the character's name? Do we know? Doctor Steel. Doctor Steel. Doctor Steel. Um, I don't. I didn't get the entire. I'm on it. I'm on it. Hey, you guys do this. Do do the show. Do the show. No, he is. But anyway, so Cindy Lauper. Doctor Scott. Whatever. I thought it was Steel. Oh, Doctor Scott. Maybe not. Well, then it might be on here. Well, then I'll keep looking. Anyway, so Cindy Lauper meets uh, Nick Deasy, who, Hindsiders, did you know that Nick Deasy was supposed to be played by Dan Aykroyd? Whoa. Yes, I heard that. Mm-hmm. And the way that worked out was this was Cindy Lauper's first movie role, and Dan Aykroyd was originally cast as Nick Deasy, but when he met Cindy Lauper, he decided he did <laughs> not want to work with her. Oh, so no. he dropped out after Columbia Pictures uh, head David Putnam insisted on casting her as the co star. So the director okay. forced his hand. And another thing that I found out is, and this will shock you to your core, even though they got Jeff Goldblum. He and Cindy did not get along. Surprise, surprise, surprise. I know that and a damn bulldozer would knock me over. But I can see it. They're just incredibly different people. And she's, some of the things she's even said about this movie, because she was the one who claimed in an interview, she's like, oh yeah, Jeff Goldblum and I did not get along at all. Well, you can tell when they kiss. It's very. Well, mm, see, that's the thing, though. It it is kind of perfunctory. Yes. Yeah. well, their whole know. their whole romance just is like okay. So I get it. I get movie. it. Movie, yeah. you got to do a romance. That's fine. I'll yeah. For, yeah. They the movie sins, but it never sins so bad that you can't just kind of skip skip Move past on. it. Yeah, yeah. And it's just that level of quality where you're like, well, you know, this is a silly ass movie to begin with. So whatever. I'll, yeah, I'll accept that. But I don't know. I think chemistry can work. A couple of different ways. Like if you hate each other, you can have great passion and kisses oh, yeah. on set. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you sex. actually like each other in real life, you can also well, be pretty convincing with it. Like it, I think it can it but also when you do have good chemistry in real life, sometimes that makes you stale on set. So it's weird how that works out with different people. Well, yeah, it was sort of like uh George Lazenby and Diana Rigg in On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Oh, tell me, did they not get along? Oh, she hated him. Oh. She did st- despised him to the point and what i was going to say is on screen the chemistry is great yeah yeah yeah. yeah. she hated him so much <clears throat> that before any scene where they would kiss she would eat garlic oh, to piss to him mess, off. To mess just him. just to make it unpleasant for oh him. my god yeah so that's uh well dame diana rigg is a fantastic actress is I mean, she extraordinary it, okay i i hate to ask it but she is she still with us no Oh. She died about uh, six or eight months ago. That's Aww. what I, that's what I thought. But she, yeah, she was classically trained Shakespearean actress, and in fact, she almost didn't take Mrs. Peel because she just thought, you know, the 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 sexiness of it kind of denigrated the craft. But lo and behold, look at that's how she's known for, and that's why I can't take my well, eyes off. Well, the same of her. thing happened with Sir Patrick Stewart when people were like, "Oh, don't you feel like Star Trek is beneath you?" And he thought that playing Shakespeare all those years kind of 
built him up. To yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He said card, on a show. Right? He said, yeah, he said like, you've told, you've told, yeah, yeah, playing you, those kings of England prepared me right to be to, be Picard. to make Picard. lots and lots of money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's be honest. Oh, but uh, one thing. Oh, uh, and I recognize this actor. Oh, of course, I've seen him in many films. Will tell us. But I don't remember any of the films. Oh, I just what? know that he's always that you know, he's always that guy that's you know, Well that was that was the eighties. In the eighties and the nineties you were constantly yes. going, Oh, that's that guy. It's that from guy. From that yeah. thing. Uh, I recognized him from uh, that Timothy Oliphant show Justified. He was one of the Michigan gangsters that was fighting with Timothy Oliphant, but he's been in countless projects. He is. Uh, he has a lot more hair yeah. uh, than the first time I saw him uh, to my... But he was well on his way to now, the cue The yeah. movie right now is establishing um, an important... Okay, so it's, it's an 80s movie. It's a classic three-act thing oh yeah you've got to have your act one you've got to have your inciting incident you know what is going to move jeff goldblum out of his safe job at a museum to go off to ecuador and do all this psychic adventuring stuff and what happened two things happen and well oh, i know what they both are yeah. because i watched this film first he broke up with his long-standing girlfriend because yes. when he touched her pan that confuses me, so go on with the explanation, because I've got a question about that. Yeah, finish that up. Well, Cindy Lauper said that Louise caught his girlfriend having an affair with somebody. He did not believe it, because they had been together a long time, and you know, that's impossible. But then when, he touched, when he touched her panties, it's like, someone else has had these panties. Which doesn't make sense. So does, does Jeff Goldblum's ability only transfer between inanimate objects because yes. he's been touching his girlfriend no it's o- i think it's only inanimate just, just objects. Anna, inanimate yeah. yes okay that yeah. then all right but they never specify that well so let's be honest his- i mean his gift in this movie kind of works like the force it yeah. does whatever the screenwriter needs how it do to the do there's no one to stop <laughs> yeah. i don't know the force how do how do i get out of this oh I know. The Force. The force. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay, so we discover that Jeff Goldblum's girlfriend was, in fact, cheating on him. What What else? Well, the second thing was clearly the board of directors at the museum want to exploit his talent as almost a sideshow. Oh, yeah, because yeah, that's really, what I think of when I think of museums. Yeah, I of think course. of I think of... Boards of directors. Well, I mean, touch my keys. Tell me where they've been. But that's, I can see that from a business standpoint being very helpful. Oh, and Steve Buscemi. Yeah. I know. Shows a up. Very, that surprised the hell out of me because Hindsiders, this is the first time I've seen this movie. And when I saw Steve Buscemi show up, I was just like, oh, what are the odds? I know, right? And, and Steve Buscemi looks, was, you know, of course, uh, we just passed the 20th anniversary of 9 11. see Jason's vape there, Hindsiders. Sorry about that. Yeah. He but, was probably still firefighting when he did this role. Yeah, yeah, most yeah. likely, because uh, for those of you who do not know, Steve Buscemi was actually a huge advocate for the firefighters who were fighting for health benefits. After well, he, he was a firefighter. No, I know he yeah, was, but yeah. he was standing by uh, the other firefighters oh, yeah. in court and lending the moral support on top of he, everything He else. actually, on 9-11, Steve Buscemi picked up his old gear, uh-huh, and went, went, down, and went down and said, I'm back. Yep. And, I mean, he was a hero that day for sure, but... Yeah, I've, I, I always guess feel he was that, an active firefighter when this movie would have been, and because this is one of his first. Oh early yeah, roles this, is very, this is yeah, very yeah, this early. Is very on. This was years before um, whatever movie I would, that independent film that I love. It'll come back to me. But what uh, a great story! Um, yeah, thank, you. <laughs> thank you. Well, you know, so, uh, you get forgetful <laughs> when, you, when you get up in years. Oh, am I going to be and like that? I got to look I and see because I think yes, I are. think Gloria. <laughs> I think Gloria is somebody I should know also. 
Gloria, uh, his uh, girlfriend. Okay, the, uh, so yeah. that's an, another yeah. inciting incident. So Cindy Lauper, her boyfriend Steve Buscemi, he or Buscemi. I always switch back and forth. How do you actually say his damn name? Buscemi. Buscemi. Buscemi? Okay, yeah. I always say it wrong. Then so uh, Cindy Lauper finds out that Steve is cheating on her. And he's not even shy about it because Jeff Goldblum has to snuff his girlfriend out and be like, oh, my God, you were cheating on me. And he figures it out where Steve Buscemi shows up with his other girlfriend to the racetrack. And he's like, oh, thanks for uh, winning that bet for me, babe. I've, I'm off with my real girlfriend. Gotta go. Peace. And he just leaves. And, and Louise and, warned her. Yeah, Louise tried to tell yeah. her that he was a dirtbag. Yeah. I know. Imagine Louise screaming, uh, hold, you know. Uh, you guys have fun. I'm Sydney. just going to focus okay. on this for a second. She wants to imagine. Wait, see, look, he's pulling her panties off right <laughs> Save now. It oh, Save it for later. They are. He didn't do that in my dream. <laughs> And and she what a crap uh, dream! I, I feel like JD in Pathetic. what is in uh, Scrubs. You know how JD has those side fantasies. No, I don't know. Well, it doesn't matter. Uh, so for those of you who watch Scrubs, JD fantasizes about silly things, and in one fantasy, he dreams that he's Robin to his best friend being Batman. Batman yeah, and he's like. Holy inferiority complex, Batman. How low is my self-esteem that I'm Robin in my own fantasy? Well, <laughs> And that's how that dream made me feel. I was like, how low is my self-esteem that I got acting. sexually rejected by a man? Yes, method acting. Yeah. <laughs> when she stands up, she has no pants on. No that's right. You can tell. Yeah. Hey, that's, I had, she's committed. Yeah, exactly. I here, would be and, if I was and, in that scene with Jeff Goldblum. Here we go. Oh, oh flash of ass. Fun piece of trivia. Gloria. Yes. Steve Buscemi's real girlfriend. Gloria Hole. Oh, in real life. <laughs> No, oh, Steve Buscemi's girlfriend in the movie. Okay, oh, yes. Okay. What yeah, she done? That, that he was cheating on Cindy Lauper with. Uh -huh. Yes. Was also in another movie we've done. <gasps> she was in Weird Science. Oh. She Who was, was she? one of the mutant biker chicks. Oh, that's why. Yeah, I didn't yeah, there you go. Nice. Oh, she was the one, like at the very end, who like talked to him. It's like, hey, you take when, care when they of were yourself. like, you have a lovely house. Yeah. You have a beautiful, yeah. House. Oh, wow. <laughs> you have a beautiful home. I love that you I remember the movie her. enough to know that. Oh. That's. That's adorable. Patrol favorite. Oh, goodness. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, oh, so we've got to talk about Cindy Lauper's clothes in this, gentlemen, because they're so loud. They're so 80s. And Well, Cindy Lauper was more 80s than the 80s. No, no, no. <laughs> because know, it's, yeah. well, then you'll be interested in what she said about that because she said that she would never wear anything that her character wore in this movie because it was too loud. It was too exaggerated. And I was like, Really? What? No. <laughs> that just doesn't make Girls sense. just want to have fun. Come yeah. On. Oh, is that what we want to do? Well, oh, this was before... Uh, uh, when the working day is done. Oh, yeah. Who, who's, who's that girl? Uh, That's Madonna. Yeah, but she, wasn't she in the movie with her? Because the, the song came from oh, a movie. Okay. Oh, but great. Now I got to look. No, but the actual factoid is uh, in an 87 interview, they... Uh, the interviewer asked her about the wardrobe, and she said, I'd never wear clothes like this. Uh, this stuff is way too subdued for me. Okay, so never that mind. I was I was wrong. It was too subdued. It wasn't exaggerated. I apologize, hindsighters. I even highlighted that. You'd think I'd remember, but wah, see, wah, I'd like to wah. apologize. See, it's happening uh, already. Yeah. But I'm not 30 yet, Mr. I Brown. Know. So <laughs> I goofed. My bad. Buscafusco is Harry Buscafusco is his name. That's a Peter this, Falk. Peter Falk has his. That's right, a great you, character name. I Busca just, Fusco. I still keep hearing him as the grandfather. Ah, in Butafuco. Yes. <laughs> Butafuco. That was funny when David Letterman did it. Yes. Yes, of sorry. course. <clears throat> yes, but are you comparing yourself to David Letterman? You know what? I am. <laughs> oh, Why not? on it's, record. It's, okay. I am. His show. Whatever. Our show. Yeah, Peter Falk. Although he just, does have that glorious beard now. 
I, oh, I, he does I, have yeah, a hell of a... He belongs I, in ZZ Top yeah, at this point. I know. My God, would, that beard yeah. is... And legendary. they're down a man now, so yeah, they could join in. Oh. Does he have any musical talent to speak of that we're aware of? No. If, if he hired Paul Schaefer, I think it's <laughs> safe to say he has no musical talent. Okay. He, he would be a great weatherman, though. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Peter Falk is just randomly in Cindy Lauper's apartment, and she pulls a gun on him. Shotgun. Yeah, double barrel. She's ready to go to town on him, and he... He gives her an offer she can't refuse, I guess. Well, he pulls her heartstrings. Yes. My son. He I claims, need to find my son. And he's apparently lost in Ecuador. Yes. Which is where they wind up going. And Jeff Goldblum, they even try... Oh, I recognize this actor again. It's Oh, it's the same guy. Same His fella. hair is long in the back and short in the front. So he's pulling that bald guy move. Party up pre- front? Wait, no. <laughs> what is it? Work up front, party in the back. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Moving right along. Uh, so, yeah, Jeff Goldblum is being treated like a circus freak because, and I can see the business benefit to that for the museum because museums, you know, they struggle financially sometimes. Normally, and they rely yeah. heavily on donations. So if you've got somebody with Jeff Goldblum's talent where he can touch ancient artifacts and give you an even more tangible, you know, better history than you get from just reading a boring plaque or listening to an audio cassette, I, I can see what that would benefit them. But now Cindy Lauper is because she's the one who convinces him to go to Ecuador, not even Peter Falk, right? No, no, yeah, she's she's a proxy for Peter Falk here. So Frank would you guys Buscafusco. go to Ecuador with Cindy Lauper? Yes. <laughs> you know, I, I would. I would. Um, I'm sorry, I'm a, desperation. I'm well, a man well, of great desperation. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay. Sorry, look. I'm sorry, Cindy. I I think you're very pretty, though your personality may have grated on me a bit. Yeah, and, and her voice. Just a tad. And, and yeah. your, your clothing. Yes. She, uh, and her hair. Uh, yeah. And and her face. And, and her makeup. And the, jewel- <laughs> and the jewelry. Yeah. I mean, her makeup. But other than that, she's a lovely, lovely lady. No, I, I think, you know, speaking of, of Cindy Lauper, when I was watching the movie, the thought that I had was that the quality of the movie was very harshly limited by Cindy Lauper's ability. I, I I think that it, it's almost like this really should be a movie that I think about when I think of 80s movies, but it isn't. Nobody does. No, and you know? like we if we had switched out Cindy Lauper for somebody who was a better fit, this would probably be an 80s classic despite how kind of corny it is. Molly Ringwald. Oh wow. That would have been that would have been interesting. I mean, you, there there's a lot Sean Young Sean Young actually would have been perfect in this. You know? She would not have needed to act. Right, exactly. Sure. Yeah. Hell, Fran Drescher would have done fine. She's got the voice for it. Ooh, you know, Sharon Stone. Uh, I could see that yeah. too, uh, but I don't like her much either. So, uh, Sharon Stone could have been his his girlfriend, though. That yes, been fun. yeah. John yeah. Roberts. He would yeah. have been perfect as Cindy Lauper in this movie. <laughs> John, John Roberts? You mean the, the head Linda of the Supreme Court? Yeah. Oh, oh. Rick, right. Mo- Rick Moranis. <laughs> if Rick Moranis was playing Cindy Lauper's character, it'd be great. Nathan it'd be one Lane. of it'd be one of the yeah. Nathan Lane. No, it would be yes. Oh my gosh, you're right. No, Nathan it Lane it would it would be one of the funniest movies you oh, could think you of. Bastard. Oh my god, if it was Nathan Lane, that would be. Is that all there is? Oh my god! Okay, people who do like AI and deep fakes, what I need you to do yeah. is Help us make out. vibes, but just put Nathan Lane in there. Absolutely, so, please you know. do it. I don't Dave, care. Dave I don't beseeches you. Please. Look, I don't care if you're turning Skynet on or whatever. Yeah, just whatever. do this, and it. it's all fine. Go to the yeah. dark net. We oh wait, we won't judge. 
Speaking of crappy movies about super intelligent computers, did did you hear the news? I don't know. I haven't heard news about in a the while. Matrix. Oh yeah, Matrix Five or something. Yeah, they're four. Four. they're rebooting four, yeah. it to the fourth movie. Yep. Yeah. Is it a reboot? No, it's not a reboot. It's uh, it, it's a straight up sequel. sequel. Yeah. Oh, is it? I thought it was a reboot. Yeah, it's okay, like then I missed something it. about a new bad guy and blah 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 blah. Oh, there's no Agent Smith. No, for there the is no, no. Time? There is no Agent Smith. Well, I, I heard that they were it replacing. How is Because Ke- if Keanu Reeves Indiana is in Jones it, too, and with a woman. <laughs> I swear, I read that. What? Are you joking? No, no. It's I guess after Harrison Harrison Ford's is shoulder injured, he's backing out, and they're sticking a woman in. Well. Put a pin in that. We'll check it out. Why? I will do oh, some research. Do right you now? guys consider. I have. I have. Uh, you know. Look. Carry the show. Well, I, I fully expect, and I thought that uh, the plan was with Kingdom of the Crystal Skull that they were going to a refrigerator quickly. Well, no, that they were going to put Shia LaBeouf in a position to sort of become this star of some right, future right. movies, and then of a course vehicle. Shia LaBeouf went a little crazy south. Yeah, way, West. way. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what a, it's a yeah. rumor, from what I can tell, from the independent uh, Indiana Jones fans react to rumor that Phoebe Waller Bridge could replace Harrison. Okay, Ford. well now who is go. Phoebe Waller Bridge? I don't know. Um, okay, that's a good. Woman. A woman. Bear a woman. with us, ladies and gentlemen. We will find photos because we know that's what you care about. I got wh- it. And while you okay. guys are doing that, I just want to take a moment to do a tribute to the late great Norm Macdonald. Yes. Oh, I was crushed. I'm crushed. sorry to have been the bearer of bad news. No, the other day. I, it did come through. She, you know, I always get my hottest news from Darth Jader. <laughs> comes through on my text, buzzes me. But when I saw that, I was I I, I didn't know that he had been, of course, I guess sick for a while. He's just he's, been he's had cancer for about ten years. Yeah, and he died. Oh, at sixty one. Yeah, but nobody knew yet. it. No, he, he, he kept, no, it, a he kept yeah. it a secret. He kept it a secret for for a decade. Yep. It's a hell of a thing. But what a, you know, what a character he was. He was so unique in many oh, yeah. ways, but eccentric. And he owned his eccentricity. And very smart. Eccentricity. Very, very eccentricity. <laughs> He's eccentricity. Thank you, English major. You're welcome. Yeah, That's I, I actually, um, the other, uh, after we found out that he died, I watched the clip where he was on conan and he did the moth joke <laughs> oh god the never-ending moth joke that is it was like the funniest fucking thing i've ever seen yeah and it was on all norm. because of his delivery yeah, it was fantastic yeah. now cindy Lauper is getting uh not naked but close uh so we're going to take a break because we don't need to see yes this. nobody wants to see that no. um and we will we will be back in about one second and we're back. Oh, my God. Yay. Oh, sorry. I was shocked by Cindy Lauper's <laughs> hair. It's good uh, to be back. There's yes. like a wild animal growing on Ooh. her head the, in this movie. Yeah, this is the, the she sex, has, she sexy has a nice, scene. Nice neck cliche on. She it's does. Very nice. She does. And if it was Linda Fiorentino, it would be really great. It would be different. Yes. <laughs> if it was Madonna, it would be a, a <clears throat> core shaker. <laughs> Please, Madonna. Forget about it. Forget about she's it. Still, she's still a very handsome woman. <laughs> wow. Um. But yeah, we're at the point where Cindy Lauper and Peter Falk have uh, convinced Jeff Goldblum, Nick, to go to Ecuador in search of Peter Falk's supposedly missing son. Yeah, and Peter Falk is apparently aware of how the whole psychic thing works, and yet he doesn't expect as soon as Jeff Goldblum touches something for, for him, him to, to immediately out realize that, that it's every a ruse, yeah, it's a big dumb idiot. Yeah, it's a ruse. Yeah, Peter Falk is, is has been lying the entire time. 
His pants are hoisted up here quite high. Right I underneath his man boobs. Yeah. <laughs> or his pecs. He's, is that a Cuban thing? I, I don't know. It may be Ecuadorian. Yeah. I mean, you know, I was just curious. I, I have yeah, seen yeah. a lot of Hispanic men wearing their pants higher, like especially in older movies. Yes, yes, particularly. Of well, in old yeah. movies, yeah. Like Christopher I mean, Walken yeah. would would dress like that. But he think. still dresses yeah. like that. What are you talking? In the nineteen forties, your belt came up to about here. It's, it's <laughs> the wrong wardrobe, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> the belt. It's it's too low. It's <laughs> way too low. You dress me all wrong, but yeah, Jeff Goldblum. He's just such a nerd it's adorable because he comes down to ecuador and he's got all this luggage why gentlemen why does he have so much luggage well because he doesn't want to get montezuma's revenge yes. so he brings yeah. his own food <laughs> which is all dehydrated to which cindy lopper educates him don't it's you in need the, water for it's in this? the water the microbes are in the water he opens up a second suitcase Full of water. Yeah. Water. Because she informs him, oh, well, people get sick off the water, not the Which, food. If if he had that entire suitcase full, you realize how heavy that suitcase oh would have been? Oh, my God. I can't even imagine. Yeah. Well, but, this is before TSA. That's true. That's they true. would not let it on board. Yeah. Yeah, but even having to lug it around. <laughs> okay. Weird. I want to ride on a bus that's being pulled by a cow. I do, too. <laughs> I actually, I want to go exactly where they are. And, and I didn't and just, just have go a stroke, Hindsiders. That's actually yeah. happen- happening in the movie right the, now. <laughs> the one other thing about the movie, I think, that goes in the win column, mm. and it was a surprising win, mm. is the music. Oh, yeah. The I music didn't make is- much note of the music. I actually found the music uh, I like. I'm uh, I'm a big fan of ambient music like Brian Eno, Steve Roach, mm-hmm. you know, those guys. And I really liked the music. And, of course, the music was done by Mr. James Horner of Star Trek fame, uh, Terminator, mm-hmm. Titanic. I mean, mm-hmm. so many movies. Um, so, yeah, no, the music actually added something to it also. And, again, completely took away from my expectation that this was going to be sort of a typical 80s silly you know everything happens in manhattan movie yeah you know yeah, you gotta got wonder though kind of like tarzan in manhattan oh yes <laughs> joe laura really departed joe laura but you know the, the clearly the director or producer or whomever was was dead set on keeping cindy lopper and surrounding her yeah. with extraordinary and an extraordinary ensemble cast, I yeah. think, from at every level. And unfortunately, she just she tries but can't pull. She it doesn't off. carry it. She does a she does a a serviceable job. Yeah, it's not a bad job. It's a. I mean, it's a trope that's happened in so many movies. You got the annoying, you know, woman, whatever level she's annoying on, whether it's her voice, wardrobe, general personality. Uh, Cindy Lauper checks all of these boxes in the movie, but and it's something that worked on paper. But doesn't translate to real life. It's kind of like with Pirates of the Caribbean when you when they were reading the original script, Will and Jack read as very similar characters. Right. It was Johnny Depp who actually differentiated that when he swaggered in <clears throat> with his gold teeth because he actually had gold put on his teeth and he had the whole Keith Richards swag going on and th- that changed it and brought it to life because they were worried that the characters were going to be too similar on screen. But there's a trope with this movie, just like Beautician and the Beast with Friend Drescher and Timothy Dalton. You got the annoying brass woman who's right. just, you know, oh my God, and just turns him on his head. And it, it, that happens in so many films. And so on paper, I could see how this movie would work out. But you gotta wonder how Cindy Lauper got this role because well, if you no, but if you force Dan Aykroyd's hand out of a project over Cindy Lauper, well, hang on a second though. On hang on a second Ooh, though, because coming. because remember, at this point in time, Cindy Lauper was playing in fucking arenas and yeah, selling and selling them out. She was huge, yeah, and, and that's that's sort of the context is. 
she was legitimately a this is after the Goonies song. It's after um True Colors. Right. Okay. Um it's after Girls Wanna Have Fun. You know, it, it's So she's it's, gonna be a draw on that level. I think that yeah. was the I, bank. Okay. I think the producer was dead set. He said, I'm gonna do a movie with her. Especially since it's a silly movie that'll likely draw more teens and people who are in Cindy Lauper's fan base. Yes. Okay, yeah. I see where yeah. you're going with that. Okay, that to, makes sense. To yeah. that end, in another interview that she had about this movie, she said, To play Sylvia, I had to learn to tone everything down. That makes sense. Yeah, no, that, that like, makes sense. Does it though? Because her her character is so crazy and out well, there, and but, just like, oh my god, like, but it's f- just it's so obnoxious. Yeah, but from an acting perspective, like I said, she was playing in arenas. Well, that's what. Okay, she well, says you have that to be big. Everything and all is over the big. Place, right? She said, yeah, "I'm used yeah. to things being exaggerated and larger than life. You know, the eyes going back and forth. Uh, those kind of things work in a big concert hall to perform for a movie camera. You have to be capable yeah, exactly, of a certain yeah, stillness. Exactly. Theater to, to film. And it's, that's something she said she learned yeah. uh, by working on film. And clearly it, it paid off for her. And she does. Her like, major motion pictures that she's done since then. Yeah. What else? I she was know. in. <laughs> you scamp. <laughs> that was a nice dig. She she one. was in. Um, oh, God. She had a regular spot on a TV show not too long ago. We'll wait. Oh, but speaking of which, uh, Jeff Goldblum had actually worked with Peter Falk prior to this project, gentlemen. Twilight Zone. No. Um, Mm -mm. He had a blink and miss it appearance on Columbo. Oh, oh, really? He was actually on Columbo. For like two seconds. Oh, okay. So it was an episode called A Case of Just one more thing. Which is so pertinent to You do realize that no one in our audience... Knows what Columbo no, is. No, even knows what Columbo is. That's not true. They're all from Australia. They well, that's true. It didn't or Paris. Actually, yeah, they're in or Australia. Japan. They've been locked in their home so long that no, they've, they've watched everything. They've watched everything, yeah. so they know. If you haven't watched Columbo, you owe it to yourself to watch it. <laughs> yeah. It is classic. It's good stuff. Yeah, we, we could suggest... Uh, what was that show? Never that have seen Columbo. <gasps> really? We're going to have to tie her up oh, to a chair God. and make her watch Columbo. Where's he going with this? <laughs> <laughs> no, I have a quick question. When was The Fly made let's find out the fly was after this because uh what well, was this that was a- 88 i think the, oh, didn't the fly well, come out in early no yeah you're right 1986 you're yeah. right yeah you're right this was post fly i mean he was amazing in the fly that was yeah that was a good movie. and earth girls yeah. are easy came out in 1988 as well so this was this <laughs> and was when did when Goldblum's- did uh transylvania 6 5, oh, come out because i, I, I decided to start watching that last night and it's not as good as you remember <laughs> As well, you know, coming off of, you know, Vibe. Yes. Vibes. Vibes. Vibe is a different Plural. movie. <laughs> Vibrate is a different Dr. movie. That, that is, yeah. Uh, Janine Lindemulder was in that. Um, anyway, no, coming off of this movie, I, I started to watch, you know, uh, uh, Transylvania 6 5000 because I, I, I wanted another Goldblum movie. And I was I really expecting it to be a hell of a lot better than it was. It's pretty bad. That would be a hindsight as it's, Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. What was what was the show he did with Ben Vereen? Ten Speed, Ten Speed and Brown Shoe, 1980. Single season. It was a There's favorite. so much Jeff, Jeff Goldblum material. It that was I just a favorite of mine when I was young, but of course I thought it lasted four or five seasons, but it was just one. <laughs> yeah, but then you got had to go and ruin Jeff Goldblum for. <laughs> uh, well, you know that's my job. Yeah. I, I'm trying here to expand your palate, your Jeff Goldblum palate. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, I'll pretend that that's the reason, but. Um, <laughs> 
Yeah, so they wind up at a nightclub. So Jeff Goldblum has discovered that Peter Falk has been scamming them. It's a ruse. It's a ruse, you big dumb idiot. Uh. But yeah, so and how does he discover it, gentlemen? That Peter Falk is tricking him. I think he touches his friend's shirt, doesn't he? He discovers that it's not, in fact, his son, son. who's lost. Yes. And so... He, he has some explaining to do. Lucy. Frank, Frank <laughs> Buscabalapa. Yes. Buscabalapa. I can't but remember what it is. But. Jeff Goldblum winds up at a nightclub with Cindy Lauper, and they both end up flirting with different people. Ooh. The 80s, right? But then, of course, that leads to them dancing together on... The dance floor and getting, oh God, <laughs> her makeup, sorry, she just widened her eyes all crazy and it's just so evident. Imagine watching this on the big screen. Oh <laughs> man, I would have been blinded. Just Cindy Lauper, you know, 20 feet tall. <laughs> and, and it made it to the big screen just to make oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. No, yeah, yeah. It was the 80s. Yeah. Was it was the 80s. Movies yeah. were still a thing back then Oh, that's theaters. true. That's true, yeah. Before, you know, the, the millennials ruined it for us. Um, Damn millennials. Thank <clears> God, I'm not socializing with any of those people. Anyway, back. I'm a Zoomer. You're a Zoomer. <laughs> Wait, did we settle that? Are you a Zoomer? No, I'm a millennial. Okay. For sure. For sure. Thanks for the love, though, guys. I appreciate that. Do they kiss here? No, they kiss no. at the uh, the table later. Uh, okay. They're the yeah. first very passionate yes. Jeff Goldblum's Cindy Lauper kiss. And I'm pretty sure that the beverage that she's drinking is carved out of one of the tiki's from the Brady's going to Hawaii. Ah, <laughs> like, uh, yes. It's like a little tiki drink. No, 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 no. But yeah. He's so, already had two and a half gallons of water. Good for him. And uh, what I love is that it's decorated like a cocktail. Yeah. Like it's got a little beach umbrella in yes. there and a cherry and a bunch of other stuff. <laughs> That's pretty great. And why is it that they dance together in the first place? This movie is not that memorable for me. <laughs> oh, you don't remember? No, Are why they, do they end up dancing well, together? Well, she's, she's trying to uh, capture the attention of. No, the, I, well, oh, right. I thought they spied one of their. Uh, the fellow psychic. Oh, that's right. That's right. Trying to hide from him. The most forgettable bad guy in movie history. The Swedish. Swedish fellow. Yeah. (laughs) And it's just electric dancing. My God. And oh, did you guys know that originally Nick Beasy, the character, was supposed to be a shorter guy? And there was a line where Cindy Lauper specifically says, "Oh, I like my guys taller," or something to that extent. But then when Jeff Goldblum came on the project they had to change it to where she was calling him stretch because he's six what four yeah stretch yeah, a, that's what she calls him well, yeah they yeah, make like she makes that joke like six times yeah you know yeah well it's, it's no so... but she does it to kind of get his goat because he he's like okay what's with this stretcheroo business and then it's stretch mark i mean where does it end and he's he doesn't care for being called stretcheroo apparently in the movie even though it's you know kind of a Oh, you know, it's not yeah. an offensive thing. It's just no. pointing out that he's tall. Do you know, it is a very Latin thing to to give people nicknames based on their body shape. Did you know that? Is it? it? I did not. The yeah. Romans did oh, this? Like how, like, no, not that Latin. <laughs> Central America Latin. Like how, you know, if you're blonde, especially like Rubio, Rubio, like, like. Well, even to the point where you mean like Blondie. I used to I, when I was living in Costa Rica, son of a bitch. I, I, I watched I watched. Spanish soap opera so that I could learn the language. <laughs> wink, wink. That's why he learned Spanish, coochie, ladies coochie. and gentlemen. But there was one of the, one little character, and her nickname was Gordita. You know what that means, don't you? <laughs> little fat girl. Yeah. And she oh. did, it did not bother her at all. So when you go to Taco Bell next and you order yourself a cheesy Gordita crunch, <laughs> you're ordering a little fat girl crunch. Yes. That's what you're ordering. Yes. With extra cheese. I'll take a little fat girl, please. 
You That's say a, something now. <laughs> I know. Please. No, I, no, 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 no. Here, let's put the camera on him and just sit. Gordita. <laughs> They're kissing now. And then, of course, the <laughs> Swedish guy has discovered them. They did not successfully hide from him. Well, it turns out that dancing in the middle of a crowded room is not the best way to yeah, disguise yourself. Probably no. not. You know, but they did pull the 80s uh, trope of, quick, kiss me. No one will see us then. Yeah. <laughs> like, it just... I'll explain later. Yeah. The explanation isn't the issue. Yeah, that's not the problem at hand. <laughs> okay, I actually... I have a suggestion for how yes. you make this movie better. Suggest okay. it kind, sir. And again, it involves Cindy Lauper and excising her from the movie. No offense. Surgically removing her from this movie. 1988, <laughs> another movie came out. Elvira. <gasps> Prince, uh, or uh, 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 whatever it is of darkness. Lady, I don't even remember. Mistress of Darkness. Yeah, Mistress yeah. of Darkness. Well, it's funny that you should say that because when, mm. when I envisioned Louise... I envisioned kind of an Elvira okay. type character. See? Yeah. Okay. So it yeah. would work. It would See, work Jason very and I well. were busy picturing Kristen Shaw. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Your boyfriend's cheating on you. <laughs> Come into the light, father. <laughs> You're incorrigible. You are Hi, how are you? We fell down the box. Burgers, rabbit hole. Uh, Hi, how are you? Oh, also, by the way, uh, this movie uh, I have heard is is better if you watch it when you're a little bit uh, uh, buzzed a little bit. Can, can yeah. you verify that? I'm just well. I mean, I've heard. Oh, okay. On the internet, they say you know that it's actually better if you you know. A little Damn bit. them internet. <clears throat> so for our hindsighters, Jeff Goldblum gets picked up by Consuelo, and she is dressed no. quite a provocative, and then she tries to drug him. Who? in the name of Jesus Christ <laughs> would take something that a hooker gave you. Yeah, no, not me. I, I'm, uh, I guess we'll find out at the sex party that we're eventually going to bust no, an elbow. There are No, I don't think you could convince an Amish person no. to take it. No. You know? <laughs> you have to be pretty simple. Yeah. But Jeff Goldblum, he does not take the drugs, does he? No, I I, no, he yeah, doesn't it, because he recognized it, it was made in New Jersey. It's PCP, uh, phenacyclidine, also known as angel dust. Horse what exactly? I, and no. I'm going to profess my uh, profess my ignorance here. What exactly does angel dust? Is it you go crazy? You go low? What do, I think what do you do? Like I don't know. Even more intense version of cocaine in the sense that there are some psychedelic qualities to it, but it also like that's the drug when you hear people thinking that they can fly. Uh, it's because they were on angel dust, so they'll jump off a roof and okay. break their legs okay. and die. Like, just, what, what is it meant for, anyways? Like a horse, a horse. Yeah, well, no, that's uh, sure. that's ketamine. Isn't oh, okay. it? Yeah. But, uh, Ketamine back, is horse tranquilizer. And it's hilarious what people think they can get away with because back when I... If was, you know the answer to this question, yes, please leave it in the comments. Let yes. us know. Uh, but back when I oversaw drug testing in a former company where I worked... Uh, Wait, oversaw it? Oversaw the drug tests. You like washing them pee in the cups? Pee in the bottle. <laughs> yes, it was really kinky, Hindsiders. Yes. No, All but, our showers will be golden. <laughs> <laughs> but I want the outside toilet. <laughs> Play. <laughs> Kenny G. No, no. But um, anyway, uh, derailed. Thanks, guys. No, but I actually had somebody try to pass off um, a clearly abused amount of opiates 
as having had a poppy seed muffin. <laughs> he saw the episode of Seinfeld. Yes. He must oh. have because I, I was telling his the guy who was trying to contract him. I was like, if he ate every poppy seed muffin in the country this morning, he would not pop positive for the amount of opiates <laughs> he has in his system you, right you, now. You have to wonder how many how many incidents like that were inspired by that Seinfeld episode? You have to wonder. You know? It's like, oh, poppy seeds. Oh, that's it's legit. the greatest lasting mark. God, seriously. Uh, but now, yeah. I was disappointed that the ambassador wasn't Lovejoy. <laughs> okay. Because he's almost Lovejoy. He's yeah. like 98% Lovejoy. He's still buffering Lovejoy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Jeff Goldblum, it comes to his attention, and this is where you first see that he might be developing feelings for what the hell is Cindy Lauper's character's name? Um, Mrs. Pickle. Sylvia. Uh, so, <laughs> but you can first tell that he's developing feelings for her because his hooker, uh, she tries to murder him after trying to drug him, and she falls out a window, and then he discovers that she was in cahoots with the man that Sylvia went back to her room with, mm-hmm. and, and who <laughs> she said cahoots. <laughs> Cahoots. Oh, it's that was great, that's the word. Great of the day. word. I love it. We did a Pee Wee Herman thing before you were here. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so Jeff Goldblum rushes to rescue Sylvia because he discovers that yes, uh, the silver-haired fox was actually going to kill well, her. He think he yeah he thinks Ian McShane is, is going going you know, to kill Cindy Lauper. So he rushes uh, to rescue her. And or ninety eight percent Ian McShane. Yeah, <laughs> they're He's all buffering. Kill her, yeah. But yeah, so they just, he runs to rescue her and she's, she doesn't figure it out until later. She's like, oh, you were coming to, to help me out, weren't you? And he was like, maybe. Uh, just, maybe, he, maybe. Because he doesn't want to admit that he's in love with the most obnoxious woman on the planet. So I, I wouldn't want to either, to be perfectly honest. I feel bad for him. I feel like he loses in this movie. Yeah, I, I, you yeah. You can do so much better. Yeah, yeah. You asked if you could do it. You didn't ask if, if you, you should, should do, do it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I already made that joke, you poser. In this episode? Yes. Oh, God. I should pay attention. <laughs> Possibly. Maybe. Maybe you should stop Maybe getting high should. before every episode. I am stop, not. No. Stop taking the drugs from the hookers you see, Jason. Jeez. Nah, dude. They it was give, way far thin. Yeah, they give you, like, weird shit. <laughs> It's laced with like detergent and whatnot, Tide Pod chemicals. <laughs> yeah, seriously, yeah, yeah. Tell me, millennial, <laughs> go <laughs> hey, ahead and I'm breach. I'm not one of those idiots yeah. that ate Tide Pods. Okay, I can. I didn't even think the cinnamon challenge was all that fun to watch. Like, oh, it was fun to watch. No, I oh, I like, loved really? watching it. Mm-mm. I mean, I don't know how many hours I've spent watching the Reaper Pepper challenges. Oh, I oh, love that know. shit. I don't know that what this one, one is, is good. Yeah, I love them. Yeah. Some yeah, idiot. What is it? It's 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 a uh, California Reaper. Yeah, it's no, no, like Carolina, Carolina Reaper. Reaper. Carolina Reaper. Yeah. It's like two million on the Scoville scale. You know, it's oh, it's it's not heat. It's pain. Yeah. 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 Oh, uh, and there are many, many good videos, except there's actually one where a girl almost dies. Oh, wow. And it's it's very sad because she's hot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it'd be fine if it was Cindy Lauper, but Jesus, when you're yeah, hot, and let's don't, be honest, don't yeah. sacrifice your you life know. when you're hot. We need you. We need you here so we can look at you. Come yes, on. exactly. You, it's like my car. You bring pleasure to the world just by being there. I think we all fulfill that agreement with our cars. We've got some sexy cars, hindsight. We do. So, we do. No, we do. If I it wasn't raining, we'd take a picture. I've got to brag, but yeah, the damn rain. It's going to stop monsooning in Georgia at some point. But so. It turns out that Jeff this Goldblum's is the best part of the movie, by the way, is not dead. Yeah, uh, because she falls out, just falls off the balcony, but then gets up a moment later. And so well, she doesn't it, get up. I think she's taken away by 
by her the yeah. accomplices. Yeah. Oh, okay. Th- this actually dead. the part the part oh, was okay. where she Cindy Lauper. See how much attention I paid to this damn movie. Yeah. I'm just, <laughs> you were I was just staring at J- Jeff Goldblum. JB. <laughs> well, the the part J- of the movie J- where Cindy Lauper JB Jeff Goldblum. Oh, Jeff. Jesus, sorry about that. How much did you smoke? A lot. Like really wasted. I got an excuse. I mean, I don't. He doesn't. I don't have an excuse. Freudian slip. Never do drugs. Uh, no, the scene in the movie, though, where Cindy Lauper's character is in the hospital and she detects you Michael Lerner, uh, his character's name is Bert, but it's Michael yeah, Lerner. Yeah, but, but she detects this this huge psychic energy. That was the only scene in the movie where it almost got, Real? I don't want to, well, like almost a Ghostbusters level. Right. It was actually, she delivered the lines right, it was directed right, the sound was right, the music was right, was and I moment. actually found myself going, what is it? You know, I was actually drawn in by that point. And not a lot of scenes in this movie where that happens. And it's a turning point for more than one reason. It's not just the fact that you find out that Sylvia's powers are legit as the audience, because up until now, Jeff Goldblum's the only one with any real street cred because everybody's reacting to him like oh yes that was a murder weapon and you did know this and i was cheating on you and but cindy lopper she's like oh yeah i talked to louise and you're absolutely right you don't know if uh she's just making that up this entire time that's a good point actually because no oh go ahead hold on but the point i was trying to make is that you also see it's a turning point for nick because he is turning to her and trusting her and saying what does Louise say? Can she talk to this guy? Right. And, yeah. and that's Michael Lerner, who was in another movie that we've covered, gentlemen. Uh, all Dogs Go to Heaven. Nope. <laughs> Young Adam was on the episode, if that helps you narrow it down. Batman and Robin? It was a Christmas movie. Was it a Christmas story? No. Elf. Elf. Oh, okay. He's doing Elf. Okay. He is the uh, owner of the publishing company. Oh. And he's fussing at Will Ferrell's dad. Well, no shit, obviously. Yeah, no, it's a perfect role for Michael Lerner. He's he's a perfect fit for it. But yeah, he's only in a few seconds of this movie. But he is the turning point. So go on with what you were about to say, Jason. Like why this is such a big turning point for the characters and the plot. Well, no, I was going to say, you brought up something very, very key, which is that I'm curious how many people watched this movie and just assumed Leanne was, or Louise was real and assumed that Cindy Lauper was telling the truth mm-hmm. and how, it, and how many people watched it like evidently we did, which is, is she telling the truth at some point? Is she going to tell Jeff Goldblum? Because Listen to me. I made it all up. It's not real. Yeah, because that would have yeah. been, it would have made it an entirely different movie if she yeah, was faking yeah. it the entire time. But you see, her powers do pay off when Jeff Goldblum finds out that his girl is cheating on him, but that could have been a 50-50 shot. Yeah, sadly. well, it, like, it, She could have just guessed that. It yeah. could have been a parlor trick, but it, Louise guides her to Michael Lerner. Yeah. And she's like, oh, Louise is telling me this guy's over here. And he was one of the ones in the original expedition that touched the bat signal right. and got his brain fried. So because of, mm, because you know, of, yeah. Of, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, and it was actually, you know, the, for me, power. the scene that really <laughs> sold it for me, though, was whenever she thought she was going to die and she was like, Louise, help me. And she astral projected. Yeah. You know, because then it's like, okay, well, this is, no, she's not faking it. Yeah. Because I kind of thought that there could have been a moment where she, she said like, "Oh, I'm just really good at." It's kind of like psych. 
yeah, I'm just really good at figuring stuff out, and I just people's body language, yeah, and yeah, just yeah. getting their general vibe. Because yeah. there, there are some people who are just sensitive about that, where it seems like they're in your, they're in your head just because they can read you so well. Yeah, and it's almost like Sherlock Holmes level superpower. But you know, there's nothing supernatural about what Sherlock right, Holmes does. Exactly. It's all about yeah. astute observation, cold reading, and yeah, that stuff. Yeah. yeah, and treating his brain like an attic. Exactly. So, um. This psychic guy keeps following them around, the one who lost out on going to Ecuador in the first place, but he's strangely following them every step of the way, and he presents a gun in a hospital. With a silencer. Yes. Yeah. Next to the sure. next to the Virgin Mary. Yes. Uh, yes, because they do have that little altar in the hospital. They are in Ecuador, so well, it's that Ecuador. actually, yeah, that makes sense. Shoots a woman in the arm without even looking the, at her. The head nurse. Yeah. Yeah. But she gets him back, though. Oh, yeah. She yeah. does. It's great. Yeah. What does she yeah. do to him, Jason? She hits him in the head with a chair. Yep. And it breaks on his yes, ass. She goes WWE yes. on his ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and what is the actor's name? He has the most unusual name. Let's see. It's like Googie something. Yes. Uh, yes. Googie yeah. Gress. Googie Gress. But As he has Ingo worked continuously Swedland. since this film. He's a good actor. You can yeah. tell he's a talented actor. Yeah. God, Peter Falk must be about five feet tall. This was not his best tall. performance. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you can tell he's one of those guys who... He does European movies, and it's like, oh, I'll do my American breakthrough role. Yeah, I would yeah. be big star. No, kind of like no, Highlander no. didn't work out for him either. <laughs> Poor guy. But oh, and Louise actually comes to the rescue quite a few times. Because uh, how does Cindy Lauper talk her way out of the hospital situation where they're being held at gunpoint? Well, she does. She communes with his mother. Yeah. yeah. She, well, no, she commu- she's communing with Louise constantly, and she asks Louise, hey, help me out of this. And Louise talks to Gretchen. Googie's mother, His Gretchen. Can you do that eye roll thing where you do the whites of your eyes? Nah, see, nah. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard. I think only women can do it. Uh, well, y'all exasperate us to the point where yes. we don't want to see eyes it. Are always we don't rolling. See what you're doing. I can do no, cross-eyed. Oh, yes. Yeah, that I can do. Now, when you do it, look up. Yeah, look at us when you do it so yeah. we can. Uh, you need your at, finger to do it, though? No, 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 no. You look down and you do this. Okay. I don't know. My stomach gets queasy when I look at someone <laughs> putting their eyes crossed. Oh, well, in that case. Ah, I can't look. I can't <laughs> look. I won't look. Here, I'll, I'll freak you out, Jason. You ready? Ugh. Okay, good. Yeah. Ugh. If anybody at home wants to learn how to be cross-eyed. Uh, send uh, up on send twenty five ninety nine and a self addressed stamped envelope <laughs> to Cross Eyedness, and you will get PO Box twenty six hundred Pueblo, Colorado. We'll get an autograph from William Shatner. Yeah, hey, oh, I did wait, that. That's what yeah, I did that. Yeah. Oh shoot, I think we're crossing over the world. Oh look, it's Jeff Goldblum from Jurassic Park. Yeah, I know. Yeah. He's, I know. He's dressed as Doctor Alan Grant. Yeah, yeah. This is this is actually his audition for Alan Grant. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what, year, what year did Jurassic Park come out? 93. Okay. Yeah. So it had been a few years. Yeah, it was a few years after this. And so you uh, dig dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, I do. Now, uh, you will eventually have uh, uh, dinosaurs on your dinosaur tour. God, how I hate that man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, chaos uh, theory. That's what explains. For uh, further reference, please see our Jurassic Park episode. Yes, we did it <clears throat> months and months ago. It was super fun. We did it years ago. No. Yes. Yes. Uh-oh. Yeah. That was an audio only. I've known you idiots for that long. That's Too long. Ah, yes. I know. I know. 
my mom always said I'd waste my life. Got the autistic and stretcheroo over here. <laughs> I'm stuck for life. I'm not autistic, apparently. by the way. Could you just put this on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Have you counted the ceiling tiles today? No. They're 72, just like they were don't, yesterday. Don't play this game. That's not changing. <laughs> How many toothpicks? A hundred. <laughs> You're the worst kind of autistic. No, there's four. <laughs> A hundred, but, but isn't Ecuador a beautiful country? It, it looks is really beautiful. What a great it segue! Yes, yes, that was that was a beautiful segue. Well, we, we are we actually we are actually coming up to the uh, already. Yes, we. we oh my gosh, burning this is flying by. Yes. <laughs> so we're gonna say goodbye for just one second, and we're, we're back. Alpaca. Whew, thankfully, alpaca cheetah luggage, and I'm the only one who allegedly, you know, like vaped anything tonight. Come on. I'm just naturally this way. Oh, okay. Comes We're from just early bizarrely. onset of senility. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> it's like, are you stoned? No, I'm just me. I hey, wish. That can happen in your 30s? It oh can, my God. yes. I better look out for that when I turn 30. Mm. Anyway. Darth, mm. I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, Uh-oh. that Where recently there was some sort of uh, interesting life oh, development yes, with you. Yes, um, please do um, something tell. not important enough to go in the beginning of the show, but maybe in the third segment. <laughs> well, we want to totally forget it. I'm we not utterly to... self-centered, Jason. I try to she let said there utter. be... Uh... <laughs> Deets. Deets. <laughs> Stretch and autistic. At it again. <laughs> Stretcheroo, sorry. Stretcheroo and Audie. Uh, well, yeah, uh, so are you referring to a specific life development, a leveling up, as you will? <laughs> I mean, yes. I don't know if there's anything else I should know about, but uh, oh, I was no. Thinking, no, something, no. something, oh, no. something that involved fish. Uh, yes. So <laughs> fish, my specific relationship to them as of late, anyway. Uh, hindsighters, you might have noticed in the beginning of the show that Darth's <gasps> hand Look is particularly Look. sparkly. Yes. And that would be because... Uh, Former guest host, uh, he's been on a couple of episodes, uh, or at least one. Uh, I now have yeah, just one an impression yeah. when yeah. he came. Uh, exactly. A year later, they're engaged. A year later. <laughs> yeah, uh, yes. Yes. Thank yeah. you for, for that flattering timeline. <laughs> I'm just so irresistible that it only took a year oh, for me to get me some sparkle. But <laughs> I've got to I've got to tease him a little bit. He doesn't watch the show. It doesn't matter. <laughs> he's never going to see it. But uh, hindsighters, your beloved Darth got engaged. Engaged at the Georgia Ooh, Aquarium in yay, front of the yay. whale sharks. Yay! Yay! <laughs> and it only you're took a nice me most guy. of a decade. Yeah. <laughs> so, ladies, if you're feeling like you're falling behind in the marriage race, don't. Uh, Darth is particularly slow with that race too. So, well, hindsighters, she's officially off the market. Now. That's it. Mm. Off sad, the market. Sad, sad. But Wait, and, I, and I, I think the sound the marriage license got signed. Well, that's for guys. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, because yeah, you guys, guys don't yeah. put on the ring until you actually, get actually, okay. the marriage license has a date and a time. So technically, it's not until that. <laughs> it's it's yeah. kind of like the doctor calling it when yeah, you die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That actually, you know, that happened at my wedding. Time, time of, of death. Fourteen. <laughs> uh, uh, but on be, on behalf of us and yes. the entire audience of Hindsiders, all uh, forty of us, all <laughs> one hundred and thirteen, one hundred and thirteen.
Thank not counting the three of us in this room. Okay. <laughs> and the fake accounts we made. Yes. Shh. Stop <laughs> and, and our family. Our kin folk. Yeah. So congratulations. Congratulations, Thank Darth. We're so proud. Thank we're you. so happy. You know, when the wedding occurs, we'll post lots of pictures. and Yes. Oh, you, know. you guys are coming? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, 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 I, oh, I assumed I was invited. <laughs> we might not be. Oh, that's a faux pas. Bite Ooh. your tongue. So tacky. Just to oh. invite yourself to a wedding. Oh, I'm well. We're wedding uh, crashers. Yeah, exactly. They're, we'll crash the wedding. Be my groomsmen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not having bridesmaids. I'm I already having... told Elaine. I said, Elaine, at this wedding, I will be drinking. Okay, good. For good or bad reasons. Well, because I figure it's, like an, it's Elliot, an opportunity. Is that like an Elliot Gould reference? No yes. drinking for him. <laughs> he turns into a werewolf. He'll vomit all over everybody. <laughs> He'll vomit all over Lou Diamond Phillips, <laughs> who will obviously be at my wedding How as well. much would it cost to get Lou Diamond Phillips to Ooh. your wedding? Of all people, no. <laughs> Bring Jeff Goldblum to the wedding, and he could object, I, he, and it'll be pricey. all He would cost too, too much. Pricey. I can't afford Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> you could probably afford one of those shout-outs. What's that website called where uh, they get celebrities to wish people happy anniversary, happy birthday? Oh, uh, uh, I know what you mean. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, might, you might cameo. To, yeah, you might cameo. be able to get him yeah. to officially object. And <laughs> that, that's that's true. true. That sounds Wouldn't like it? something he would do. Jeff. Jeff. We'll or or maybe Martin people. Sheen's brother, Rick Estevez. Yeah, I, maybe we could get that happening, you know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so Hindsiders, your beloved Darth is engaged, so thank you for uh, the congratulations. To boys. a dude. It's very sweet. Uh, well, come on. I just felt like... Don't ruin it for the... Don't ruin the fantasies <laughs> of our viewers. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you felt the need to throw that in. Well, because uh, you, you just referred to a guest, and we've had CC, Katie... I, I mean, said he's a former guest. Oh, okay, I'm not so. assuming anyone's pronouns. No. It, <laughs> See? Look at that. <laughs> See? Man of the 21st century. Oh, he's yeah. so yeah. forward-thinking. Yeah. They are wonderful. <laughs> they are wonderful. No, we, we both identify as he, separate she's from genders. Thailand. That, that <laughs> <laughs> he's not as cool uh, as Ken the Albino. But, you know. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, Josh, who you saw on our Idiocracy episode, where Darth so skillfully handled the soundboard and cameras, uh, the bearded one. Oh, the other bearded one. They both had beards on that episode. Yeah, so I'm engaged to Josh. Yay! And congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. And having said that, mm. good vibes. To let's you. never mention it again. Speaking of vibes, yeah, you know they're going to be blinded by this on every episode. It's so sparkly, but anyway, so I have to ask you, gentlemen, this question: Cindy Lauper, she's camping in, you know, a mountainside with a very Jeff well, well lit, well, very well lit. Well, that moon is yeah. full. It's, mm -hmm. it's casting such a beautiful light, yes. but. Cindy Lauper crawls into Jeff Goldblum's tent. I know where this is going. And throws herself at him. Yes. And he rejects her. And I'm very familiar with that particular feeling, specifically from Jeff Goldblum. So if Cindy Lauper. Who rejected you? I know. Yes. But Cin he rejected her too. So would you guys reject Cindy Lauper? If She's I'm in a tent in the tent. middle of Ecuador and Cindy Lauper wants to bang, <laughs> I think I'm probably going to bang. But there are options <laughs> outside. You they have can, options. They can watch. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I have a thing about. I think about people watching. But yeah, I mean, it's okay. Yeah, it's all mean, right. No, so there, there would be natural. no doubt in my mind. I am a red-blooded American male. If Cindy Lauper came into my tent and proposed something, I would not be able to say no. Yeah, of course. I mean, no, yeah, just, that's what shocked me the most about Jeff Goldblum. His constitution in this. Yes. That's part of the reason yes. why I admire him so much. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hey, some of us are just not up to snuff for for Jeff Goldblum, and I I respect that. 
That is okay. All I right. don't meet his yep, standards. Yep, okay. I guess I just don't. I don't measure up. That's like me having Only a dream about complex Batman. It's like me having you. a dream about Jennifer Connelly and she slaps me. I mean, this is the dream I get. <laughs> well, you know what I find, but not, and not like in a good they way. They play out the way that they would in real life. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. unfortunately, yeah. Special you're about saying dreams. Jeff Goldblum would reject me sexually? Is that what you're telling me? Oh, no, he would not. No, he, he definitely would not. Mm-hmm. Guaranteed, he wouldn't. <laughs> For men, that is. All of our insecurities play out in What a terribly yes. unsmooth cover. No, that is absolutely... <laughs> doing the best I can. I'll help you out. That's absolutely true, though. Yeah. I mean, dreams... You know, every dream I have lately for like the past five years, I'm back in school. Yeah. And it's like, what a cliche. Does that happen after you turn 27? Like- I, I don't know, but I have dreams where I'm like back in college and I haven't done any of the tests See, and i'm gonna only, fail and i only you have know. those sorts of dreams when i'm super stressed so when i did graduate from yeah, college me too and the, oh, okay <laughs> i didn't know you were that stressed jason you seem okay now but maybe that's because you're uh, 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 super relaxed uh, uh. and chill as a yeah, person in general yeah. <laughs> uh no but when i graduated from college i had nightmares constantly about oh i hadn't turned in this paper or i i failed this test so i wasn't going to get my degree it was it was horrible and whenever i'm going through stressful situations like that i do have those you know stressful dreams where it's like you didn't meet a deadline something yeah. you did something wrong for me it's airports also Ooh. I've got to get to, I've got to get to my gate. Everything's contingent on you. Yes, doing exactly. exactly. And right. it's like, oh, you know, oh, I, I have to get through the security. Oh, I can't. I have to make a phone call. Oh, I, I, forgot I can't that forget I how to pocket you... knife in the yeah, you know, yeah, TSA. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, uh, I'm with you. And, and so that's very much like vibes. Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> Uh, Jeff Goldblum is stressed out and he's having tough dreams right now and he's gone all glassy eyed because what happens? He oh, crawls Frank. up. Now watch when his eyes roll. You know he has a glass eye. Mm-hmm. Peter Falk. Peter had, Falk. He, he had cancer as, at age three and they had to remove his eyes. So when you watch it roll, it really Are you does being roll. Yes, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's had a glass eye his, almost his entire life. What? Yeah. Along with Sammy Davis Jr., by the way. And, of course, because of the Holy Mountain, we know that glass eyes aren't balls. Ooh, yes, They're they like weird, not. curvy things that yes. you can take out and hand to a small girl. I know. That was that left an impression. <laughs> and here it goes. The eye roll. Oh, my God. I yeah. have no idea that he had a glass eye. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. Good to know. Okay. Well, uh, so Cindy Lauper... In other words, cut rate Madonna is holding Peter Falk as he dies. Yes. On the side of a mountain. But what happens to Jeff Goldblum? He went up the side of the mountain yeah. and he right. encountered the power source that uh, yeah. that messed up all the guys from the beginning of the movie in the Temple of Doom start off. Which is actually the biggest disappointment I have with the movie. Do tell. We, you know, Jeff Goldblum goes up and they make a point to shoot it from the perspective of looking at him as he's looking at something we see sort of a foggy, right, you know, right. valley. And so the expectation that I had was that there's something more than what we've seen already. Yeah, as if uh, it's like own, an evil city with demons. Yeah, and, they treat you know the, stuff like yeah, or aliens. Source, I actually thought maybe aliens. I yeah, don't they know. treat it like a homing beacon. So you yeah. do think that like some sort of pygmies or aliens, yeah. or some some weird force is going to come out of the woodwork, but and that's what Jeff Goldblum ju- sees. Yeah. But no, it's just the power source. That's all it is. It's yeah. just the little prism of light. So you know, pyramid. Good, yeah, thank good you. good effort. Pyramid. Thank yes. you. Mm-hmm. See, I, I is it a desert eagle or a Beretta? That's a Beretta. That's a Beretta. Beretta. I've been saying prism this whole time. God, I've been awful That's on this all episode. Right. It's all right. Well, we you can have a pyramidal you. shaped prism. You could. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, then deal with it, Mr. Brown. <laughs> anyway. Oh, okay, I didn't think I'd be called to the carpet on that. I was. Hey, do you know what shape the earth is? I took. Flat, I, like a disc. <laughs> Why? Okay, well, no, no, but we got to pretend. Oh, oh, it's a spherical? It's an oblate spheroid. Oh, an yes, oblate Yes, spheroid. now you know. Like a testicle. So the guy from Top Secret's back. <laughs> Julian Sands. Julian Sands. Yes. Who actually, now that you've said he was the doctor from... Um, Remember. Yeah, Ara- he, arachnophobia. He by, I yeah. think he, they found him in the web. Yeah. God, and Cindy Lauper almost reminds me of, have you guys seen uh, Crybaby with Johnny Depp? I have, yes. She reminds me of one of the... Johnny Depp? No. (laughs) Johnny, I love you. One of the Baybats? No, she reminds me of uh, the the pregnant cousin who has like the... Oh, no, no, wait. One of them has a messed up face and the other one's just really large, but there's... Bear with us, audience. Bear with us. (laughs) No, there's one that just has like a super messed up face and Cindy Lauper is relatively normal. She's a man, baby. Once you take her hair off, looks she's like a she man. was beaten with an ugly stick. No, she's not. No, she, no, no. I'm talking yeah. about the one in Crybaby oh, who has the I, super I have not, gnarly I have, face. I, I, I will confess, I have not seen it. Oh, okay, never mind. And then. I will probably go the rest of my life without seeing it. You, it's not something that would suit you, right? I, yeah. The, right. yeah. So I, I'm yeah. okay with that. But uh, who doesn't hike the side of a mountain in really tight denim and 80s? tights? That's what Cindy. Well, in the, in the 80s, and cheetah print. Yeah, but that was the law back then. Oh, that was the yeah. Law. She would have been arrested. She come, to, you know, you, in Ecuador. Yeah, it was the eighties. Wow, it, they were serious. I didn't realize it was a yeah. global law. Okay. Oh yeah, Wang Chung would fly in in a helicopter and just take you away. Everybody, Wang Chung <laughs> yeah. tonight. But uh, yeah, dance just, all days. Anyhow, so they're being marched up the side of a mountain because the fake doctor from the beginning of the movie. Turns out he's trying to find the pyramid of power at the top of the mountain. And he's forcing Jeff Goldblum and Cindy Lauper up there. Why? To what help purpose? Them, to help them find Well, yeah, but what's funny, yeah. though, is the fact that he's standing there and like, oh, we've looked everywhere. We can't find it. Except oh, wait. The, the crack in the mountain. There's what about that crack premise. in the mountain with the ominous smoke coming through it? <laughs> you think guys would be better at exploring cracks. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, what do you well, know? look, they all jumped in immediately once they discovered One the after opening. another, man. <laughs> yeah. How many can they fit in that crack? All of them. All of them. <laughs> They'll get uh, Darth, your comments. Don't worry. Darth? Uh, what? I thought you would have a comment. Anyway, moving. <clears throat> no, I didn't. Now, I, one other Did thing you about. continuity <clears throat> issues here when they were walking on the yeah, cliff? Yeah. yeah. One other, one, well, one other funny thing about this movie is that this entire thing wouldn't work the day that they invented Google Earth because you could just look down and see the pyramid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you exactly. go, hey, there's a pyramid Only there. The exact address of the pyramid. I suppose. <laughs> the, the, I don't, yeah, they don't have a street view. That's true. You know, like the car driving by the pyramid. Yeah, it's you know? not, I didn't see a single Google car. <laughs> yeah, no. by On any of those Incan paths, I don't see any or of Or the Bing car, which is basically a llama cart. Yes. So. <laughs> well, they left the alpacas behind. So, I mean, how are they? There's no way they could get that imagery. Yeah, that's true. I wish the alpacas like came in at the end and saved them. <laughs> and that's and what it was no, all about the whole David time. Spade and it's a llama. <laughs> Yay, I'm a llama again. Wait. <laughs> but yeah, so they find the pyramid of power, not the prism of power. And what is it that the bad guys are hoping to achieve by I don't finding know. the I think source? I don't know. 
Yeah. They absolute power, but unfortunately, they did not know that that will corrupt absolutely. Yeah. Ooh. Which it does. These yeah. violent delights have yes. violent ends. This is true. Yes. So, yeah, they they want the powerful thingy that shines. And so they can it, get women. That's really what it comes down to. Oh, is that what it does? They want chicks. And that's why they keep touching things with their hands. <laughs> and uh, then they get shocked. Like, yeah. you know, they get slapped. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Incel, the movie. <laughs> um, but... So they find the pyramid of power and then they get separated. It's just, it's so typically formulaic. Yeah. From this point on, anybody knows every single thing that's going to happen. It's yeah. Like a, you don't even have yeah. to have seen the movie. You really don't. It's still glowing. Happen. The yeah. tower of power. Oh, they left it on. Oh, now it's a tower <laughs> of power. Make up your mind, Mr. Brown. Yeah, oh, I thought that it, was your nickname. No, there's the tower of power. It has something to do with S and M. You could look that up. I just said that's why I thought it was your nickname. Oh, oh. Ah. See? <laughs> it's also why the German guy is so interested. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> this is it's crazy. Oh, they like the, the scat. Oh, God. Oh, oh but oh. see, since this guy looks like... Fecophilia. A... Ew. He likes duty sticks. <laughs> anyway. This is going south quickly. Uh, let's, so get, let's get north again. The Nightcore type character, Pull you up. kind of expect one of the alpacas to come up and uh, commit... Yeah, John, John Goodman. Yeah. <laughs> like they did in Top Secret. Oh. But... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm imagining Jeff Goldblum. <clears throat> I'm always imagining Jeff Goldblum. With an alpaca? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he touches the energy source, Jeff <laughs> Goldblum does. Oh, he does, yes. Uh, and what does he discover? His hand smokes. His hand starts to melt. <laughs> yeah. But what uh, is it? What? I don't know. I, this is where they kind of lost. Yeah, it's basically, yeah. The, the gist is... Some ancient peoples figured out this ultimate power source, but they killed each other with it and they locked it away so that no one would ever get it. And then these and guys not even found in a it. temple or like in some sort of burial site. It's just sitting on top of a mountain. Right. Where it's, it's easily accessible. Yeah. It's the parking lot of doom. Um, it's, <laughs> it's there it is. It's the temple of doom. It's the parking yeah, lot of doom. You know, um, you can get mail delivered here. They have a gift shop. Um, yeah, so, uh, in that and case, that's it, though. But that's that's the whole gist. So yes. in that case, I'm going to steer it back to you, Jason. Why in the holy hell did you pick this movie? Well, I, I already said I picked it because I actually thought it was going to be a really bad movie that that we could make a lot of jokes about because it had and Cindy Lauper in it. That's not true. And, and you know, I I was very, very surprised that I ended up enjoying the movie. Well, um, yeah. the Nigel type character... He did remind me of Jaws 3D a little bit. He reminded me of the uh, the Explorer guy, uh, Lord Slappy Bottom. <laughs> Lord Slappy Bottom. You can buy a T-shirt with his likeness yes. in yes. our merchandise they shop. Die magnificent. I had wrote that down <laughs> in my notes, <laughs> but that's who he reminded me of. He was like a you know amalgam of Nigel and Lord Slappy Bottom. You know what you should do? Go to a seafood restaurant where they serve lobsters. And? You know, in the tank. Yes. And order the lobster, but then tell the waiter, do you know why I want the lobster? They die. <laughs> Magnificently. <laughs> you know that that's not them actually screaming. It's, we know. We yeah, know. No, we of know. course not. It's the, well, maybe the hindsighters don't know. Well, tell us. What, when you boil a lobster, when you hear that high squealing noise, it's not the lobster screaming in pain. It's actually the air compression Oh, uh, with their shells. Squealing through yeah. their little orify. Yeah, the air yeah. ex exactly escaping through their shells. Again. Orify. <laughs> I 
I of love course, that the one that's Latin, Latin word. word. That's what I was gonna say. That's the Latin word. He <laughs> Mr. Knows. Brown knows. Of course it is. Of course it is. <laughs> that should be the name of your clothing brand. Orify. Orify. I by Adam Brown. Eyesight is <laughs> Say it to yourself ten times. It's got a ring to it. That was the best it. joke I've ever made, and you guys that was completely missed it. Orify. <laughs> no, Einsight is orifying. <laughs> It was good. That was good. That's good. It's not as good as the semen who lives in coming. No, that's no, that's. I I believe I have peaked. I don't think I'll ever make a better joke than that one. Did you climax or peak? (laughs) Cindy Lauper falls back and goes into her, her, uh, you know, time travel or whatever that astral projection. projection. But is she is she laying back on her legs? I I I don't know because I look at the one angle that. That I that hurt. You mean my like knees. if her legs folded underneath yeah, her like, as she fell? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. She, so she was on her knees and then she just kind of laid back, but didn't straighten out her legs. I thought you gentlemen like women on their knees. What, well, I we do, <laughs> we do. But when you bend them that way, when you reach a certain age, it, it hurts. Yeah, there's a certain just point. Yeah, diminishing returns. Yeah. You know. <laughs> How is she going to be able to maintain that stance? Yes. My God, that takes talent. But she's young and flexible. But she t- she sends Louise to summon Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. To rescue her. And Louise actually communes with Nick. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's great. So that uh, he'll know where Cindy Lauper is and he can run to her rescue. This whole sequence uh, with the the set design and some of the art design really reminds me of those good. Legends of the Hidden Temple from Nickelodeon. Um. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say the keep. Oh, I'm sorry for those but, of us who yeah. were born in the '80s. Yeah. I I remember that show, but never mind. But no. But it, it it's they they did a good job of. It's like it was supposed to be a different movie, and and when Cindy Lauper <laughs> was attached to it, it all of a sudden became more of a comedy. I don't know. Well, no, Jeff Goldblum just has that dry sense of humor, and we just passed a great joke of his because the one of the hitmen is dragging him out to murder him, and he goes, "You know what? I'll do you a favor. Where would where would you not like to be shot?" And he goes, "Uh, South America." <laughs> and that's where they great. are. Yeah. Yeah. Classic Bugs Bunny. Yes, <laughs> South but, America. That is so Jeff Goldblum though. Uh, but now, now he sees Louise, and they they keep doing this. Jason, you brought this up earlier, where when Jeff Goldblum is seeing something above and beyond his comprehension, they're f- the camera is focused on him, right? So and I'm sure that was mostly just to save on special effects, because <laughs> I said this years ago. I I was like, I want there to be a show where someone just releases Jeff Goldblum into the wild, and we just see his reactions to stuff, which is literally just going to be him saying, "Oh, this is." It's fascinating. I love this. It's amazing. Like that that's all he's going to do. But th- that's kind of what they did with the camera angle whenever he sees something beyond his reasoning. They yeah. they just look at Jeff Goldblum and his eyes get all big yes. and he reacts to whatever he's supposed to be seeing. Well, that's that's that, you know, language of cinema, you know, that even in a silly little comedy, you know, people back then knew how to do that. Yeah, show yeah. me. If you can't show me, then don't include it. Yeah. Well, what you're looking at isn't that. You're actually looking at Jeff Goldblum. The point is to be looking at him. I would have been him. either way, yeah. but I, I'm yeah. glad that they gave me an excuse. Cause... Now, we, we only have about eight minutes left. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that includes credits. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I think this is going to be... I did see this movie when I was a kid. I did not. So okay. I'm going to go ahead and give it a straight five. Okay. You got a five. I saw it as a kid. Had no memory of it. Didn't think anything about it watched it in 2021 quite enjoyed it i think i've got to give it a 10 <gasps> Ooh, that's that's like Whoa. a record high score yeah because it went from literally eh, 
to, hey, it's a yeah. good movie. I'd watch it again. So, yeah, yeah I think that's a 10. Yeah. Jeez. Okay. For, right, so yeah. I have not seen it either, so I'm going to have to stick with Jade and give it a five also. But I, I did it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It was a little formulaic. Yeah. Oh, it was wildly formulaic. But I did enjoy, I, I did enjoy seeing all these young actors yes. early in their yes. career and just knowing how much work it took to just to get those little bit roles. Every role is a masterpiece, I, even in a film like this. So that means that it gets a score of 20 over 3. That's right. That's pretty awesome. Excellent, yeah. It's it's not the highest scoring movie we've ever had. No. Six no. and but a third? No, six and two thirds. If you have a calculator at home, do the math and six tell us what the movie scored. So. And then text us, yeah. like on yes. America's Got Talent, except you don't have our numbers, so don't worry And about he gets it. to shoot a machine gun, Yes, they call it. In the 80s. And what kind of gun was it? In in the 80s, those were all machine guns. Yeah, yeah. You know, M16. Yeah. Nigel Slappybottom is still alive. Um, Short. But no, I think um, I think it was a good movie. <clears throat> yeah. I think Cindy Lauper ended up being the... Now look at her legs. Are her legs behind her? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, He's I'm, just really focused on Cindy Lauper's legs. I, I and are they behind her? Mm. Are they over? Are I, her knees at her ears? Be, <laughs> no, she sits up normally and she just gets right up. So yeah, so I think doesn't they were back look like there. it. No, they were. They were back and actually, uh, she pro- okay, she proves in this and scene. What's actually happening are two different things. Continue, sir. This is sort of the January Jones uh, phenomenon. In uh, Mad Men, January Jones was always done up in the period hairstyle. Yeah. The few times that you saw her when she was like really upset or and, and her hair was just down and messed up, mm-hmm. it was amazing how good she looked, mm. how much better she looked. And s- I actually think that when you see Cindy Crawford or, or Cindy, Cindy Lauper, Lauper, sorry, God, <laughs> when you see Cindy Lauper in this scene, she, I think she looks better. Well, she looks more natural. She's not. Yeah. She's like supposed to have sweated off all of her makeup and therefore her hair is damp and it's you know it's not styled anymore but i agree with you jason she looks a lot more human yes with with this look than she does with her hair sprayed to within an inch of its life it was permed like crazy and she looks a little like kurt cobain's girlfriend doesn't she a little yeah courtney love yeah yeah his wife oh yeah okay and 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 murder um we won't get into that anyway (laughs) Jason uh, has all, some thoughts about Courtney Yeah. Love. Also, by the way, if you're ever in a situation where you have an M16 and you feel that shooting it up into the air is, a is good appropriate, idea. go ahead and just shoot the bad guys. That's the best way to just, go. Just kill them. You're already at that point. Just go they ahead and do it. They were going to kill you anyway, and if yeah, they survive, exactly. they're still going to kill you. So yes. yeah, just go ahead and knock them and out. And it's amazing how quickly a 20-round magazine will empty and you'll find yourself with no ammunition. <laughs> but yeah, so they find... What's weird is that... Jeff Goldblum and Cindy Lauper, it was, they were necessary to the plot of finding the pyramid, but they don't really use their powers to do so. Not really. They just wind up there because yeah. they, like you said earlier, Jason, they wander through that crevice and yeah. that's it. <laughs> it was a crack. Well, I mean, look, the, the, the way the movie wraps up is that um, uh, Sylvia taps into the power that everybody's been talking about being all scary and whatever. And she... Yes, there's been this build-up the entire yeah, movie to it. Yes. She uses that to beat the bad guys. And then where a normal person would have been killed by the power, who saves Sylvia? Jeff Goldblum. No, no Louise. Louise. Yeah, yeah Louise mm-hmm. does. Louise does. And, okay... W- and then w- goes away. Yeah, was your interpretation that she just went away into the light, or did she, like, get destroyed? 
Because I'm hoping she just went into the light. Well, I I was reading a book series recently. Uh, I, I don't know if you hindsighters know it, uh, but it's by Deborah Harkness, and it starts with a discovery of witches. And one thing that stuck with me from that series is that ghosts only show themselves to people who don't need them anymore. But in this, it's the opposite concept. Louise stuck with Sylvia as long as Sylvia really right. needed her by her side. But then once Sylvia found Nick and somebody who would stand by her and take care of her... Louise wasn't necessary anymore. I disagree. Okay. I disagree. I I think Fine. I think See if so, I care. Because if that was the case Harry wouldn't show up. Frank? Harry. Oh, was it Harry? Harry. Okay. Um, cuz at the end, you Peter know, she Paul. gets a new spirit guide yes. and it's Harry. Um, but Louise I think was there the whole time knowing that at a certain point this event was going to happen. Mm. And that was the whole reason Louise was there, was to be there at the moment when this great big earth-destroying thing was going to open. Well, in that case, I need to see the Louise story, like the spinoff about the okay. about Louise, so that we can understand what her backstory was and what does Oh my God, can you imagine making because, a movie about that? Like, yeah. Because imagine if it's kind It'd of like, great. it's a wonderful life, where Louise gets assigned to Sylvia, and she's like, oh, this person, this weird ass, like... I have to stick with this girl because you have to assume that Ali- that Louise is in some sort of limbo. Yes. yes and that's is. why she's sort of stuck between the worlds. And so that's why she can communicate with Sylvia. And we just have like a whole spinoff, a whole follow up on Louise's backstory. And, you know, why? What was her motive for getting Cindy Lauper to the pyramid of power? That's a really good idea. I would just won the episode that's, again. That's yeah. You pulled it out at the last minute. Awesome. That's what you always do. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. See? Okay. Yeah. That, that's something to think about. So on that bombshell of a note. Yes. We are actually up to our, We're at time. Uh, our broadcast limit, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. So, Darth, why don't you take us home? Do it. I shall. Hindsiders, we appreciate you joining us for yet another crazy-ass movie and our wacky, nonsensical, drivel-like adventures. Thank you for joining Adam, Jason, and myself for your drive time, your Cindy Lauper time, uh, your <laughs> your Jeff Goldblum time. Um, excuse me, it was my Jeff Goldblum time. We appreciate you tuning in as always. Please continue to do so and uh, hang out for some new projects that we've got coming down the pipe. It's going to be very exciting. So thank you for joining us. This has been Hindsight and good night.